Hey, we're back. Welcome to Fully Living, formerly known as Rex Reads. Formerly known as Rex Reads. First of all, congratulations to Habib. Habib, I can't say his last Nurgh name. Nurgh Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the save. Um, shout out to him. Memorized. He just took a dub, man. I was very excited. Yeah. You get me. Man one. Inshallah, smash your boy. <laughs> smash your boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did. Made him tap. So... Great stuff. I'm very excited. Um, good spirits. Um, so, hey, let me introduce who's on the episode this week. We have Kobe on the right. Hell yeah. We have G6. You know I'm here. We have the boy Eunice. Back out like a drug addict. Oh, my goodness. And we have a Somali. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll smash your boy. Right, right, right now, I'm straight Russian right now. Oh, my goodness. Say brat, brat. I'm still on that adrenaline. So, what did you guys brat. think of the fight, man? Incredible. <laughs> It was great. I love that. It was that. actually I had amazing. A great time. Like, I was honestly for him jumping over and crushing that nigga. Oh, hell yeah. Facts. 100%. I was for it. When he jumped over, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 100% with it. Oh, he man. came for his religion, well, came yeah, for his dad. Apparently, they're saying um, he's not, yeah, no, not even stripped. They're not giving him his paper. Yeah, they're holding it. He's fine. He might get like a crazy fine. He might be suspended. But why didn't Both they keep that though. same Both energy with McGregor, though? What do you mean? Beforehand. Like they were, they were when he, when he went and he smashed everything and everything. They used that as promo for the fight, you know. Yeah. But that's the UFC, right? When they can't use something as promo, when they can't make money off of it, suddenly it's a bad thing. But they might use this as a promo for the rematch, because how about if they don't give him the belt and they say you have to fight again? Mm-hmm. That's still that's still punishment for what happened, you know. Yeah, he still has even privilege. With, even when it comes to even when it comes to McGregor, like everything that he was saying before, saying yo his his dad is a terrorist. You're saying, um, trying, to, trying to pour him some whiskey, calling him backwards, all this stuff. What, you know, it was all haha, you know, it's promo. It was just Connor being Connor. And that's, Dana was saying, Dana White was saying that too. But then as soon as this happened, it's like, oh, he's, he broke the rules. He did something unspeakable. Ruined the sport. Crazy. And he allowed it the whole time. The whole time. You know, he's talking out of his rear end, but okay. Uh, but, but, now, to say all this, what he did was wrong. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it was wrong, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Talk about back. my no. religion, talk about my country, talk about my father. <laughs> In the words of Dana White, he said, uh, that's, that's what you got to do sometimes. He said that? Yeah. He, he said that about the, the bus attack. Like, that's how he retaliates. So I'm jumping yeah. over fences, I'm crushing yeah, the trainer too, 100%. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if we're going to go at it like that, then yo, everything is cool, everything is fair. But realistically, you know what I'm saying? What he did, what Connor did was wrong. What Habib did was wrong as well. I wish to take off that furry hat. The hat stinks or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Offered him wrong. Or whiskey. Just, whiskey. Yeah, right off your head. So yeah. drink you backwards. Mm. Uh, At the end of the day, I'm my like, boy's 27 right now. Oh my God. He's goat. Boom, boom, boom. He should retire and build. I think he said, he said he's going to retire, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, 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 and even his personality, he's like, you can tell he's like, you know, he's a man's man, you know? He's, 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 he's one of those guys He takes his stuff seriously He used to fight bears That's how you know He's a legend I swear Great stuff But hey uh, Speaking of men <laughs> uh, Oh What a great segue Pause uh, What a great segue uh, I think we're men topic, right? <laughs> The topic this week Is um, Masculinity Manhood All that Just Testosterone All that good stuff All that stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I have a question, and the first question is, what is manhood? Who wants to answer first? Um, a Somali, as first, usual. 
Alright, go. She's telling me shut up. Um, there's I guess there's there's a definition of it, and then there's how everybody perceives it, right? We can look up a definition, but everybody will perceive that definition in differently, you know, depending on who they are. But I would say for me, personally, what it means to be a man is to sort of, you know, take care of what needs to be taken care of. Do what you got to do, you know? Whether that's, you know, being a father, being a leader, being a husband, being a brother, whatever it is, whatever, the, whatever you are, excelling in that. What about a woman who's, who becomes the man? Do you call her the man or do you just call her the woman? Just call her what she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what if she's doing the things that you identify as being a man? That's good for her. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just trying to... Yeah, I, know, I know what you're getting at. What I'm saying is that doesn't take away from a man, you know? Like, just because a woman is doing it, that's good for her. But it's also, this is what defines men, right? Being a man is doing this, right? Being sort of excelling in what you are, meaning doing what needs to be done. Um, so by that makes sense. By definition, there's like three definitions. There's one of... Um, the state of being a man rather than a child. Uh, men, especially, especially those of a country, regard it collectively. I don't know what that means. Um, and qualities such as courage, strength. And this yep. last one is a very, it's a question mark, sexual potency. I <laughs> 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 took a sharp uh, left. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what it says right here as well. Like a strong man in that in that in that place. Dude. Basically, having testosterone. Yeah, 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 you're shaking it, bro. But that's what it, that's what it means by definition. Honestly, in my opinion, um, manhood, or yeah, manhood is like a it, it's like a mind state to me. Okay. You get me? It's like um, it's like how would I say this? It's like age age. You can like you can reach manhood at different ages. You can reach it at a young age. You can obviously physically yeah. there's, a, there's that, but mentally you can reach it at different ages. People go through things that maybe make them realize what the real world might actually be. So the faster you realize that, and people take long to Yeah, that's true. Because you see kids who are like, who are forced into that position of being a man yeah. at a young age. And then you have 30 year olds who are not there yet. Not there yet. So, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's that, that, that's what I think it, it, it is in, in my definition, just reaching it mentally and then physically. Uh, now, what sort of mentally, like, be more specific, like, like knowing what your responsibilities are, like uh, using your time wisely, that kind of thing. Just okay. being more responsible with mm. just the way you think and being more logical. Basically being more mature. More mature, yeah, essentially. Yeah, so a boy becomes a man, basically. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's very situational, you know? You could have a kid in, like, Kenya who's nine years old and he's selling, like, tissues to feed his family, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a kid here is playing Fortnite and he's, like, 27, working five hours <laughs> a week, you know? <laughs> so it's, mm. it's crazy. It's very situational. And then it's very subjective as well because cultures, they might differ. Some cultures might say men are those who cook and clean their house. Some cultures might just chill yeah, and men eat. Men don't do that. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a subjective thing. Go uh, ahead, no, I was going to say, it is subjective, but to a certain extent, mm -hmm. right? When do you become a man? That's subjective. 
right? What does it mean to become a man? That's subjective. But all in all, like, now that we have a clear definition of what manhood is, what it means to be a man, I think we should look at how society, our society, our cultures, how do they look at, you know, manhood? What is it, what it means to be a man? Right, for example, you know, certain cultures, you're, the moment you reach puberty, you're a man, right? You're no longer a kid. You, know, you have responsibilities. You have things that you have to do. And other cultures, you, reach, you become a man, you know, on your 18th birthday. You know, whether or not you're mentally there, whether or not you're, you know, even a man. And then how cult, certain different cultures, you know, define being a man, you know, differentiates um, I think, and I don't know, I don't know if this is true, but in my opinion, I think East Africans, or their term of you becoming a man is, um, when you get married. Mm. So you get married, technically you have responsibilities of mm. your wife. So you're technically a man, you're on your own. Like my, like I can't move out of my house until I get married. So let's say I move out of my house now, like it's going to be a fight because I, I don't need to move out of my house. That's a good point. I want to come back to that. That's crazy. In the Caribbean, for example, my mom had me like clean the washroom, scrubbing the toilet in like grade six. And she still listening to this day, you know? She just listens and says, you're, like, you're sus, you know? You got to fix up. <laughs> and I do it sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm there like, yo, my friends let me do this stuff, yo. Just let me chill. But it's our culture and it's normal there. So it's crazy. Knowing how to cook as a man, clean. It's interesting, though. I'm and trying that's, to that's chill. Funny I, uh, <laughs> that's I was looking at like like as that as well. We our parents, you know, in our culture, expect us to, you know, get married and then you become a man. But if you don't have those, you know, if you don't have practice in being a man, having those responsibilities and being sort of that person, then how do you, how do they expect us or how do we expect to become men? How do we expect to experience that? Especially when now we have, it's not just about you anymore. It's about you have a, you have a whole dependent there's somebody depending on you. Yeah. I, honestly, um, I I think that that are like what I just said is is like a flawed way of. Mm, it is flawed. It's very, very, very flawed. flawed. Like I don't know. You hear those classic stories about how your your, your pops or your like your uncles left when they're like fourteen and they're just living their life by themselves and then they don't see mm. their parents for like fifteen years and then that's them. That's their story of them being a man. So I don't know. I think I think it's you figuring out like just your life on your own maybe would be. Would so be what, a you, what way you're trying to get at it. is become a man before you get married type of thing. You have to be a man in order to get married. So right. even beforehand, even pre-tech. before that. So yeah. the idea of becoming a man after marriage is kind of bizarre. Mm. And that's one of the things I was, was going to get at: the fact that as young men in our culture, that we don't have responsibilities like that for the most part that we don't have responsibilities and we don't have we're not put in that position to be leaders then it's because of it's because that we're you know we don't have that training that we as a culture you know we don't have a lot of men like we have a lot of grown boys we don't have a lot of men i i believe it, it like depends on the household because if you're in a single parent, single parent household just a mother um you're definitely taking up other responsibilities that you either your pops would have taken up or your older brother. So it honestly depends. And I wouldn't say it's just culture, obviously society, but um, it's really it, really. No, okay. That's how, that's how our culture views you being a man. How does society view being a man? 
Because this the way society views being a man is completely different, right? It's confusing too, yo. Mm-hmm. 2018? You have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, <laughs> in today's society, yeah, yeah. being a man is kind is, is a subjective all over. Because <laughs> one more. group thinks being a man is being big, you know, big, big guy, you know, bare testosterone, masculinity, all that stuff. But then there's some views that's like, so it's super subjective. Okay, you could, be a, let's, let's, okay, like you could be a man without like certain things, you know what I mean? Without being a man. Without actually being a man. <laughs> <laughs> Without okay, even being a boy or a man. Yeah, let's, let's, let's break it down some more. Like, for example, um, you know, being the man. Like, we know there's, there's being a man in quotation marks and then being a man. But I feel like where we sort of, or our society sort of puts the two together, where if you're not the man, you're not a man. You know? Does mm. it, if that makes sense. Or am I just talking? You said, but in your you head. said uh, quote unquote, the if, man. If you're you know, not the man, you're not a man. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, only so one, the man. Exactly. <laughs> and so a lot of times it'd be like, everyone's trying to be, be that, you know? And we're just, like in our society, everyone is it's sort of like an ego thing where everyone is, you know, sort of coming at each other, trying to, you know, fight for that number one spot. Yes. Well, my definition of a man is kind of like yours, someone who like takes care of his business, you mm. know, um, and I think because of the culture I've been raised in, I'm, a man to me is someone who, who's already married, <laughs> <laughs> you know, has his kids, is taking care of his kids, <laughs> you know, putting food on the table. That's, that's what I think when I think of a man, man, you know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm... Oh, yeah. But um, me, I'm not. I'm in my 20s, and I, don't, I still don't think I'm, like, a man, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> still live, like, in my man. head, I'm like, yo, I still love my parents. You know, but I that's, still, that's the thing. That's, that's just like, situational. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the culture that most of us have been raised in is you're not a man until you're out of the house. You're dealing with, you make, you're, you're paying everything for yourself. All that, all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, what about... So we, we were talking about what it takes to be a man or whatever, but what, what takes what takes that away in a sense? What takes away manhood? What takes away your manhood? Some say sensitivity. Some say uh, genitals. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say sensitivity in the, in the sense of emotions. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Whoa. Whoa. Where did that one go from? So G6. G6, the lack of sensitivity. No, no, no. Reduces too, your too much sensitivity. Too like sensitivity. Be, being too emotional. Uh, but some, just a mind boggle, yo. Because some yeah. cultures, are, you know, mm-hmm. men are like made to be emotional and expressive mm-hmm. and stuff. And you have some cultures, men don't even smile. And that's yeah. Come in the house. And that's one of the things that, 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 that's crazy. Because if you're expected to be, you know, a hard body, like 24-7, then how do you expect to be a human? You know? Mm-hmm. How do you expect <laughs> to be a family, man? I still be a hard body, you know? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. The two things, I mean, it's possible, but it's not going to be a good one, you know? Yeah. I mean, so for me, I, or, uh, for me, I, I think what the only thing that can take away your manhood is you. So, for example, if somebody comes and you know, pushes you around and, you know, to me, that doesn't take away my manhood. Right? To me, that's just yeah. somebody, you know, bigger than me, stronger than me, abusing their power. But that doesn't take away my manhood as a man. That's not gonna you know, do anything to me personally. But then again, to somebody else being pushed around and you know having that power taken away from them, they're no longer you know quote unquote the punk. man. Okay, yeah. they're so a punk. You know. Yeah. So how about that ability to like defend and like you know your family and 
mm. your pride and honor and that's, all that. That's, that's part of your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to do that, right? But failing to do that doesn't take away your manhood. It's not trying that takes away your manhood. Okay. Right? So if you don't try, if you're, not, if you're not in a position where you're trying your best to be that person, then you're taking that away from yourself. Like, for example, like you made the example of the big guy pushing you around. If you just stand there while he's pushing you around, you have to be you. you so it's better if you at least attempt to, to defend, defend yourself, yourself yeah. type of thing. But right. then one could argue and say, what if the person was being pushed had a certain wisdom, you know, like they knew they were going to like kill or something. Then, you that, know what I mean? Like that also, that's, 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 crazy. that's also defending yourself. That's also defending <laughs> yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. because so in the long run, circle. you're defending yourself. 100%. What if, um, let's say in terms of, because I think we're, we're only thinking about it from the perspective of now and until we're like 45, 50, what happens after that? Because I remember hearing something about, um, like some some guy was talking to his dad on a, on a podcast, <laughs> but he was talking to his dad and he was like, he's like after a certain age when your kids are grown, they don't need you at all emotionally. They they don't really need like, they might need you emotionally, but not to mm. the same extent as when, when you're a kid. kid yeah, mm. and you you become less important in a household. Like a old like a grandfather is not like he's nobody's rushing to him f- mm. for problems or whatever. Obviously wisdom, but. They're so not. They're not as important. Yeah, they're not as important. Technically, like, they mm-hmm. have their son being in the position that they once were. So what? What makes like? Does that is his ma- quote unquote manhood taken away after? Or is he in a successful? He's a successfully no. finished man. In, in no, <laughs> it doesn't take it away. It just changes roles. It becomes an advisor. Yeah, like I feel like he's done his job already. He graduated manhood. <laughs> he graduated. <He's> <laughs> yeah, his job. What, what more can he do? He has a PhD. He, he did it. He did it. He, he raised a man to become a man who's now raising a boy to become a man. I'm pretty man, sure you know? every, so. every man's goal is to have their kid have another kid and then that keep going on. You know what I mean? We're talking about fulfillment here, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fulfillment, just, yeah. It's yeah. Just like, what, wouldn't what, that man... Wouldn't, what, what, wouldn't what, position, that man, what position is he in at this point? Because obviously there's going to be a point, inshallah, if we all get to live mm-hmm. that long, where... Um, where, where we're not important. Like right now, we're, we're, gonna, we're not as important... But in a few years, it's going to be very important within mm. within your own households, inshallah. But, like, There's, you know, Okay, I think it goes back to, I mean, me personally, how I defined what masculinity and what it means to be a man was taking, you know, f- taking care of your responsibilities. Yeah. Now, when you get older, your responsibilities are now less. Now, your responsibility is being an advisor, right? Handling your responsibility and being an advisor, that still makes you the man. Sorry, makes you a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, in in that, it's your responsibilities and are now a lot less. So I guess it would be easier, but that doesn't. And at, at that point, like, there's nothing that can take that away from you. Like, you know, you're you've successfully stamped that as you know, you're you're certified. You're, you're a finished product. Yeah, yeah you're done. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so, so this is probably what we're gonna focus on the most, but. Um, masculinity, masculinity in relationships. So, in terms of what does it mean to be a man of the house? What are some leadership qualities, and what gives you this fulfillment? Wait, you mean man in the house in what type of sense? Like when you're husband, that, that's oh, husband, okay, yeah. husband, father, okay, older um, brother, older brother. I mean, what does it mean to be a man in that situation? Yeah, like what is what is like. Do you feel the need to 
play a, like an important role in that situation in your own houses? Well, yeah. I mean, there's only in a in a, in a household there's pro- there's mainly two or three people who are the anchors of a house. If it's two parents and the oldest sibling in that house, that's usually the people who like shape what's going on in the house. Mm-hmm. And if you're, for example, a father, if if you're not involved in number one kid's life, number two taking like taking care of the house, who's bringing the money in, all that, that all ties into being a man of the house. Um, we, me and Asomari we talk about this off mic, but in terms of uh, of a marriage, and usually what you said, the, the husband is supposed to, in that situation, he's supposed to lead. A leader, he's supposed to be he's a leader. Supposed to be the leader. And I was saying, um, I was saying, um, what, like, for me, I think in, in that situation, it's like a, a partnership or like a, a, a yeah, like I, I work, I work, I'm a collaborative person. That's the word I said. I'm a collaborative <laughs> person. So I like working in a group. So I'm, I might not always, um, I might, I might not always want to, um, want to take, be the lead in whatever project it is in, in, at the time. So like, what do you, what, what, like, for me, um, first of all, you don't you, that's part of your responsibility as being a leader means whether or not you want to be in that position whether or not you want to do it you're still you know the leader so even you you can be a collaborative person still be a leader right every group project has a has a group every group has a leader right what even if there's no leader assigned you know who's in charge of this group right there's always that one person who takes charge yeah but and group group members can uh to be switched around man honestly that's the thing it, when when someone has a responsibility, you can either take that responsibility and you know accomplish that task, or you can you know let it go. But who said responsibilities can't be shared? Hmm, there's always a shared responsibility. It's never one person taking all the responsibility. But we're talking about being a, a leader, being you know part of being a man. So before before you get to that, go back a little bit. You know what I was saying was. Being a leader in your household, sorry, being a man in your household is being a leader. That means making sure, you know, you take care of your responsibilities so that other people can take care of their responsibilities. Making sure other people are taking care of their responsibilities. Making sure other people are, you know, whether even, and sometimes it's easy when everybody knows what they're doing and everybody has their responsibility and, you know, everybody's doing that, right? But when somebody else is falling short in their responsibilities, now you being the leader, you have to go and make sure that person is being, you know, taking care of their, that person is taking care of their responsibilities. So, so assign, the leader's job is to assign a task and make sure that they're doing that. That task is being done, okay. right? And that that's not strictly for the man. That's strict. That's for everybody. That's a responsibility on everybody. But when it comes down to it, that person is the one that's going to be held responsible, right? Whoever is the leader. Somebody said that that just sounds like a boss. I don't want a boss in my house. That's the thing. You have that's you have no choice. You have no choice. I don't know. I, honestly, I'll, I'll uh, have more insight when the time comes. But mm. you know, all all of this is for me is just. Um, yeah, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You're the oldest in your house, right? Yes, sir. You both. Okay. Now let's say your little brother is, you know into something that's not, you know, in his in his best interest. Let's say the classic smoking weed. Okay. Yeah, let's say he starts smoking weed. Yeah. Now I'm the one that's supposed to be Yeah. You're yeah. the one that's supposed to go and 
you know, tell him, hey, you, this is what you're doing. What you're doing is wrong. And you need to cut that out. Whether or not he takes your advice, because at the end of the day, you're not, you're not his leader, right? Because you guys, you know, there's an age difference. is very small. And he's a grown man. But, you know, if it's the youngest one, now you're in a position where you have to make sure this, this, has, this stops. You know, where you, whether it's you're forcing him, grabbing him by the neck and taking him home, or, you know, talking to whatever is best, whatever is best, you know, to, 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 to stop the, whatever it is Remedy that's going situation. on. Mm. So in that position, you are responsible for making sure that this person is good, right? It's not always going to work. You know, it might not work, but at the, the end of the day, yeah. it's the effort, right? Yeah. You taking care of what needs to be taken care of. You taking on that responsibility and being a leader, yeah. right? And ultimately, whether or not people see this, people look up to leaders. People will look at a leader. So it's not just about telling people what to do. It's about, you know, no, being the first one to do it. Yeah. That's what you preach. <clears throat> exactly. And knowing your role is very important as well. Someone is supposed to be the leader, and isn't 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 taking up their responsibility, then they gotta you know what I'm saying fix up too. That's very true of this society because uh, we see a lot of like I don't I'm not saying parents specifically, but people in general telling other people you know what I mean advice, telling people what to do this and that, and they don't do it themselves, and then they wonder why is this person like this? Why aren't they listening? This and that, and like you're like, come on. You didn't do it yourself. How do you expect somebody else to do it? Like, follow the leader, right? Yeah. You know, what's that is a lot of households and a lot of youth and especially boys. That's our focus. One is masculinity, but there's a lot of households without proper male figures in the house, you know? Whether it's a broken house with no father or even for girls who are growing up, you know, seeing a father who loves them and cherishes them and treats them right. So it's crazy how people turn out without that, that figure. Yeah, and um, the... Since we're talking about masculinity, what about what do you guys think about toxic masculinity? So, um, to for those who don't know what toxic masculinity is, it's um, stereotypically referring to stereotypically ma masculine gender roles and limiting guys to not express their emotions, be a tough guy, mm. and kind of um, like bottling things up in a way. And doesn't it also have to do with kind of like um undermining women as well in a way through actions um this is this is the actual definition it just says it's just limiting the emotions one thing one thing that i mean and Eunice brought this up just now is that people don't often don't have that person to look up to to learn what it means to be a man right whether it's an absent father whether it's a father who's present but still absent whether it's you know older brothers who are not there, just male figures that they look up to, when young boys don't have that, they have to figure out for themselves what it means to be a man. And sometimes they figure it out for themselves, and sometimes they you know have to realize what it what it's not, in order to realize what it is. So you know you learn what not to do before you learn what to do, right? Sometimes they do figure it out, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes they look at what society views to be a man as what it means to be a man. And we said earlier what society views as being a man is being the man, you know, being that person, be having power. And when somebody threatens that power, often they feel like their manhood is being threatened. Right? And that's where, I guess, toxic masculinity comes from. Um, honestly, uh, for... 
for me, what I think it what I think it it is is um or basically kind of branching off what you said is like especially when someone is when a, like a person's putting a younger person's put in a position of supposed to be, they're told to be a man let's say losing a parent and they're they're automatically put in a position to say yo now for this person I hear you're the man of the house is it is it fair to put that that kid in that position as and then him thinking he has to take up all the responsibilities that the per, the person that was either never there or just left um is it fair for them to take on the responsibility or are they like allowed to just be a kid I mean again it's like we said like you said at the beginning right different cultures are different yeah right for other cultures there you know you don't have that privilege of being a kid live out your childhood and then be a man a lot of times it's just sprung on them right so in this situation where you know a young kid is you know pushing that situation suddenly it's not fair but life's not fair you yeah. know you got to deal with it and also the mothers who take on now the responsibility of two parents right now they have the added you know pressure of you know producing a young man and it's hard it is it is very hard so kudos to the mothers that are able to do that right and one of the things that sort of that that that, that kind of triggered a thought in my head earlier was that there are women out there you know they have the best intentions and oftentimes they don't allow their young young sons to take on those responsibilities whether it's them you know trying to protect them whether it's the fact that they maybe not trust them to be responsible enough but when you refuse to put a young boy or a young man in that position of taking on the responsibility you're not teaching him to be a man yeah it makes him naive right? it's a disservice yeah. too Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big disservice. Lack of training then. Right? Like, for example, um, my older brother tells me this all the time. He was 16, and he went to my dad and said, hey, I need money for a haircut. I need like 10, 15 bucks. And my dad said, <laughs> which basically means, you know, people work, so go to work. The next day, he had to get a job. So that in and of itself <laughs> is training. Like, so I need something, I have to go get boy. it. With no lineup. Here <laughs> 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 okay, no lineup. No lineup. <laughs> and that that is sort of it's something minor. Like go get enough go make some money so you can get a haircut. That's something minor. But that teaches a person the value of A, the value of money. B that if you want something you have to go get it. And it builds. Like so a sixteen year old who learns that is one step closer to becoming a man. So a lot of times we have, you know, single mothers who shelter their, 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 their young boys or young men or either trying to protect them or whatever the case may be, and they are doing them a disservice. Yeah, and then, and then there's some parents that, that, what's it called, give the responsibility to their, yeah. you know, young boys and young men, and they, not, they either turn out really good or, you know what I mean, they can't, they can't really take up, the they can't handle yeah. the pressure or the responsibility and things yeah, like that. Well. It's funny because growing up... <coughs> I think I stopped asking my mom for money maybe grade seven or eight. Like I guess I go to school hungry, you know? I had no money. Like I'll get lunch money for the week and I'll buy like McDonald's on the first day and I'm screwed. <laughs> and I refuse to ask her. One, yeah. I'll get paged. And secondly, like I don't want to ask her for help, you know? So I always had this mentality, but she's like, just paid me all the time. My dad used to get mad, but. The real man. It's trying to be, you know? <laughs> little, little, little man. Little uh, big man. Or and there's another thought that came to my head right now is, you know, we want to teach our young men to be men. And we want them to be like 
able to take on those responsibilities. But oftentimes you'll see, you know, women who belittle men, whether it's grown men or, you know, young boys, whoever it is, often they'll belittle them. And sometimes it's huge things like, you know, telling them, you you can't do this and constantly, you know, verbally belittling them. And sometimes it's like snide jokes. Like, for example, like, obviously this is very minimal, but the whole men are trash thing, right? Obviously it's very minimal, but it's that sort of constant badgering and constant belittling that people will, you know, subconsciously take in, right? It's like, you know, when you tell a kid enough times you're dumb, they start believing they're dumb. Internalize it, yeah. Yeah, they'll internalize it. And it does happen where, you know, you constantly hear men are this, men are that, men are worthless, yada, yada, yada. So sometimes encouragement works better. Like, you know, my, my little brother, for example, if he does something good, tell him, yo, you're the man. You know, I like that. Keep it up, you know? And that encouragement sort of builds character. It builds that person to, you know, appreciate that feeling, have that feeling of fulfillment. Like, yeah, I took care of my business. I did what needed to be done. And they'll sort of, you know, work towards that. Or some men even get belittled. For example, let's say they work in a grocery store, you know? That's all they have at face mm-hmm. value, you know what I mean? It's all they able to have at the time. It's on their table and they have things to take care of. Whether it's security at a grocery store. And a lot of people criticize it, you know? Mm. Like it yeah, belittled, you're degraded. St- you're still a man as long as you're getting the job done within your means. 14 bucks an hour, you're still, you know? You're, but you, the as you long as do. you're taking care of your job when you're getting 14 bucks an hour, 100%. you're still the man. You're still the man. You're taking care of what needs exactly. to be taken care yeah. of. Honestly, when they're saying, when I think the people that whoever is saying men are trash they're not necessarily talking the people that they're that the, the negativity is towards are not necessarily men they're you know what I'm saying? some little that's, niggas that's, like, that's, that's, that's a cop <laughs> that's a cop out that's not a cop at the end of the day what is your what is your point like obviously you're joking but do you want the situation to be solved do you want more men than that's not the way yeah, to go about it. I'm saying, I'm saying the people that they're talking about aren't aren't men. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the people that they're talking about aren't necessarily holding down their responsibilities. You yeah. Get so they gotta <laughs> say boys are trash, you know? They gotta change the whole phrase. Yeah, they should say boys, boys are, are trash. trash. Boys are trash. Yeah. Men like boys are trash. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like it's easy to say no, it's not them, you know. But again, we're talking about people who internalize things, who hear about you know subconsciously, right? So obviously they're not referring to those people, yeah, but, but the people, the people hearing it, all they're hearing away, are yeah. men are trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if you add to the problem, you're not creating a solution. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just, I'm just at least, you mm. know, just hold it, fight it for a little bit for them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, about the um, suppressing emotions, do you guys think that's true in, especially in this in this day and age? That's wrong. Like it, shouldn't do it's, it. It's wrong, but it's it's very true. It's wrong, but yeah, you're right. It's so true. That what? Like right now, if I were to um, talk about my emotions and what I feel about, or like let's say a guy, um, someone says something like disrespectful to me, and then I'm like, I sit down with all my friends, then I start talking about how that made me feel emotionally. I think I don't like that, yo. You know that yeah, yeah. I like, yo, I, yo, I didn't like that. That hurt my feelings. I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, niggas are laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sad, though, man. You know what I mean? But you know what's crazy? Being angry is an emotion. Being frustrated is an emotion. So that's if I'm getting mad and I get on my car and fighting you, I'm considered a mad even though I'm being emotional. Yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. So it's, it's like a double standard with it as and well. A, another thing is, you know, showing affection and, and love. Yes. 
That's yeah. another thing, right? You're considered a sucker if you if you do that. You know, and that's culture too. Like, yo, this guy's a lover man. Because in Africa, I got kissed on my cheek. And I'm like, what? And he kissed my chest. I'm like, yo, chill, chill. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Toronto. It's crazy. <laughs> my family, the Jamaican, is. You only do that. Yo, that's actually true. Like, we'll in, do chest in, kisses. Yeah, in, in Somalia, like men walk down the street and they're holding hands, and it's normal. Oh, I've seen it. No, are you serious right now? Yeah, it's normal. It's culture is normal. Hundred percent normal. I'm hundred percent. But here, like, yo, you see two men holding hands walking down the street. Like, so like, like, yeah, chill out, yo. <laughs> I, have, I actually have a story. So, um, I had a, I had a Quran. This is when I lived in Kenya. I had a Quran teacher, and he left, he left my crib, and we were gonna go. We were walking to the mosque, and he started talking to me. As, as and the 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 walk to the is like a 10, 15 minute walk. So, so as as this conversation is prolonging, my boy's getting closer to me, <laughs> getting more steps closer to me, and then I feel his pinky wrap. <laughs> Rapper, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. By halfway, my boy is holding my hand and swinging. And it's normal. And he said he's still a man. You're a man. He's just generally having a nice conversation. So I just had to hug it, but I felt mad about him in that situation. It's their culture. You get what I'm saying? I lived in Dubai and people that are like cousins, they touch noses. Yeah. You know? They touch noses. Yeah, when they say salam, they touch yeah, noses. They touch noses. It's yeah. like they're greeting, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. thing, and we're, we're, like, even that in and of itself, we're thinking, whoa, that's gay, you know? Mm-hmm. But still, it's showing affection, right? We're thinking, oh, that's too much. But what is too much? You know, like, different, obviously, kissing on the cheek to us is normal. That's cultural, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But kissing on the cheek to anybody else, you ask somebody else, you know, two guys hugging, kissing mm-hmm. on the cheek. Yeah. What is that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we have to, like, Obviously, we have to fight it within Because even now, we're laughing. We're like, oh, that's crazy, you know? Mm. But we have to fight it within ourselves and be comfortable with that. And that begins with sort of understanding, okay, this does not reduce or does not take away from my manhood. It doesn't make me any less of a man. Showing affection, showing love. Telling, even telling your friends, yo, you're a real nigga, yo, I love you. Not even that. You got to be comfortable. You got to be comfortable in your masculinity. Exactly. Here's another thing, though, I forgot to mention. When I was in Africa as well, there's <laughs> another brother. He's Guinean. West Africa, you know, so yeah, they Gambia yeah. and stuff. And there's one chair, and I was sitting down, and he wanted to sit. And some guy said, yo, sit on his lap. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll get up, you know? <laughs> I'll sit on the floor, it's okay. And he's thinking it's normal, you know? They're boys, whatever. And I seen that same guy playing with another kid's hair. And he's like my age, and he's playing with like a 10-year-old's hair and curling his hair. Mm-hmm. It's completely normal in their culture, you know? So. In other cultures, it's like, what the F are you doing? I respect it from that yeah. level, but I don't really want to yeah, engage in it. You don't indulge, but yeah, because you have a different culture, but for yeah. sure. I'm so not gonna knock him for it, it right? It's very, it's very interesting, and in, 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 in their cultures, that's very, very normal. You get what I'm saying? And look, okay, for example, let's look at it from our households. Our parents don't, how often do our parents say, Yo, I love you? Generally speaking, like uh, parents don't show affection and emotion like that in our households. Generally parents speaking, parents don't show affection. I don't know, to but each like other. in mine for sure. <laughs> you know what yeah. So how's it for you guys? Because it's new to me. For me, for me, for me, I don't think I ever heard those words to each other or to anyone or. It's not. Uh, it's oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like implied. actually no, no. It's okay. That's yeah. that's, that's, that's yeah. Cool. It's exaggeration. It's exaggeration, but but like you, rarely. Like I can't. Like you told me to like remember when it happened. Like like yeah, I yeah, remember. Yeah. But I, it definitely happened before. But I just can't remember. For yeah, it never happens. It, 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 it depends. It's implied. It's implied. You feel it. it doesn't matter. Yeah, for you, sure. You, you feel you feel the love, but you you don't have to hear it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't have to hear it. That's the thing with with our culture is. We, I'll tell you. I'll sh- I won't, I'm not gonna tell you I love you, but I'll show you. You know. Yeah. 
Like, like my mom uses my nickname sometimes when she's like, let me hear. Huh? Here, no, so way. no way. No way. Trying to show affection. Yeah, no way. I'm trying to say it, yo. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, <laughs> yeah. Meji, so Meji. No, no, cut, cut it out. So, she uses my nickname. <laughs> she either uses my nickname or I, I initiate it when like, I'm leaving the house. I'm coming. And then, you know? Okay. And then I say it. And then after that, I leave. But I'm not going to say what I say. Don't know. It's interesting. Cause my mom, she's affectionate, but she was born here. Her, her, her mother, my grandma, she isn't. Like, she told me, God bless, which means I love you, you know? Oh, yeah. My dad, he probably like, hugged me like six times in my life. Like, as a, you know, as like past puberty, <laughs> doesn't say I love you, doesn't, doesn't yeah. kiss me, other cultures It's an awkward kiss. thing to say, I think. But yeah, so my dad is my mom, should say yo, it all the sometimes, time. Sometimes dad, the no. parents themselves don't know how to do it. Like, they, they never heard it from their parents. Exactly. So they, they don't know yeah. how to do it. They know how to show love, but they don't know how to say it. But for me, I don't need to, I don't need to, I don't need to hear, hear them say it. It's but, through actions. Like I'm, have, I'm satisfied. You have to change the culture in your household. I like, guess. you have to do, like, you have to initiate it and make it a norm. And that'll change in your household. So like, for example, like whenever I'm leaving my house, I kiss my mom and I tell her I love you. I'm not going to, at first it was mad weird. Like, I you know I was mad uncomfortable. But after a while, it became normal. Like, How did she take it? I mean, she smiled. <laughs> <laughs> at, first, at first, at first. But now it's like... So you tell your boy I love you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't, I don't, but now it's like, yo, every time I'm leaving the house, oh, yeah, I love you, kiss her. And if she said I love you too, and we cut. But the best thing, you have to sort of initiate it and make it uh, a habit. So do you hug your dad? I'm pretty sure if I told my mom that. I'm pretty sure if I... We're working on it, we're working on it. We just started dabbing each other again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure if I told my mom that, she'd probably like, just diss me. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. Oh, I love you. What do you want? Exactly. Or if you give that like special hug and then you, you only give hugs because uh, you need something. Oh my God. So what do you think the reason is for like parents acting like this? I know for Jamaicans, a lot of it's like post-slavery intergenerational trauma you know you have to be developed to be a certain way mm. show love to your kids and kids are taken away and you're moved to another plantation like yo i screwed up you know so i mean i don't i don't know 100 percent, but if i had to take a guess like somalis are very i guess you know they're, they're an agricultural people mm. so you know maybe not now but before it was a lot of you know growing your food working outside you know so i guess you don't really see your kids often maybe mm. i don't know but I guess it's sort of, it's been passed down, definitely. Yeah. Like, people don't, I mean, I'm talking about like verbally and, you know, showing affection and being verbal about it. It's just not in our culture. Makes sense. Yeah, it's just not But, there. you know, alhamdulillah for Islam. 100%. Because we're taught, you know, how to do it even. Whenever the Prophet used to kiss his, his uh, children, young children on the forehead, you know, even when he was asked, you know, who's, who do you love the most? He said, he said, Aisha, you know, his wife. You know, and even when they, when he when he was asked, okay, after her, who? You know, he said her father. Mm-hmm. Not even he didn't say a book. He said her father. You know, so it's like we have a source. We have somewhere where we, where we can go and learn it, and not just in theory, like in, you know, practically. So it's not, it's not, it's no longer an excuse of you know, I don't know. That's the best example. The best example. He even told us to tell your brothers that you love them as well. Mm. And you know it's hard to do. That's what we have to say. Like my niggas, toughen it up. You know, my niggas, I reach you, I reach you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you, bro. Yes. The, you know, I can't say it back. In my head, I said it. I replied in my head. But in person, I you know, look in your eyes, like, oh. Yeah, you know. I look like you too. You know. So how do you guys think that? Um. So girls growing up in the West in this society, they might have an image of how a man's supposed to be, and that might differ with your culture. So how do you think that might inf- impact, like you know? future relations like marriage or whatever Hon- with honestly this. I, I 
I just I like laying down. It. No, it's not strictly, <laughs> but like I like I like this for me. There's certain boundaries I, I feel like I I can't like go over and shit. Like you know? you're not giving flowers, you know? They probably want that all that notebook stuff. But here's the thing. Okay, ring with rings. In 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 <laughs> this society, sweating. Yeah, some real shit. I don't know how I'm gonna adjust to that. But See, yeah, in this society, in this society, it's no longer one unified culture, mm-hmm. right? It's a whole bunch of different cultures coming together, and you know, defining different. It? Yeah. So you, if you if you're raised a certain way and you have a certain way of practicing love and affection and emotion, all of those things, you now have to find somebody who is same as you, who has who is similar to you. Right, so someone who can understand that, understand you as a person, and understand you know how you show love and affection. So, I mean, I don't want to say it's not possible, but you have to know the person that you're dealing with in order to sort of understand that. And it also takes some adjusting. Oh, definitely. Hundred percent adjusting. Which means you have to open your ears. Honestly, I think I'd have a better answer to that question when the time comes. Inshallah. We'll get back to that. Uh-huh. Just gotta learn, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> we'll see, yo. You gotta catch some hours to catch some dubs, you know? Uh, but honestly, for the whole um, suppressing emotion, I, I think it comes from from that, just that too, like the whole household, the way things are. Usually it's it's either happy go lucky or it's like I'm yelling at you to do X mm-hmm. Y and Z. So there's no like there's not I don't know there's not a lot of middle ground to work. I'm telling with. you, positive feedback is the way to go. Hundred percent. Like just reminding people you're you're doing good. You know that in and that in and of itself is a motivation. Yeah, facts. Like <laughs> you you feel you feel <laughs> that Kobe facts. Yo, because on some real shit like. For example, if you're just existing in life and someone stops you and be like, yo, I like what you're doing, you're going to feel, nice by, your, you're gonna feel nice by yourself. Especially when you don't, like, you're just thinking you're doing your job. You're just doing what you're doing. Yeah, and then people stop you like, yo, yo you're doing your uh, thing. You, you, you start feeling nice by yourself. And, and, and that's, that's good yo, for yourself. Yo, you know, who, uh, you know who's, the, who's the best at that? Like, I noticed? It's hood niggas. They tell you, no, yeah, I like what you're doing, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing your thing, you know? Yeah, thing, but, yeah. but niggas okay, are so okay. easy to uh, uh, impress. <laughs> you go, if you're going to the corner store and you're paying with your own money, oh, fa- you have money, fam? That's crazy. I rate you. <laughs> but now, now look at that. And now we know why kids are being recruited. <laughs> facts, oh. facts, yeah. facts. <laughs> Positivity is a long way. Okay, we're going to, going to a deeper topic here. <laughs> but here's another thing. A lot of kids get get like uh nurtured you know to be a certain way like me growing up if i fell my dad's gonna be like yo stand up stop bothering you know what i mean stop crying stand up so we're forced to you know cut the cut cut those things off essentially and then i don't know it's hard because when you're 25 so, yeah, 26 unwinding everything that you yeah you gotta express before. it now it's weird you know you feel yeah, it we're not talking like, about it first emotion you want to do is is just crying let, let, let that shit up but <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's, it's conditioned like, not to yeah we, we're supposed and now now i can't like if, if i feel bad i'll just Hug it. Huh, turn and then I'm back in like ten punch a wall like, or something. Like, yeah? Happen, yeah. <laughs> Head by the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But um I think we're gonna end here guys. Um I had a good time. I don't know about you guys. I want Great my time. check, yo. Oh, hmm? uh, it's been a minute, I want my check. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Paris, I, yeah, I'm gonna um, go home. I'm gonna go home and hug somebody, yo. Oh my goodness. Love you, bro.
Yeah, man, so kind. Mm. Don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a good one, Snow. Yeah. Facts. I'm trying to get like you, yo. I love you. Like Big you. old facts. <laughs> yo, 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 I'm trying to get like you, yo. You're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get like you, Snow. You're doing your thing, Snow. I hate you. You know how to read the Quran, fam? Like Arabic or something like that? All right, guys. Um, oh, uh, shout out to uh, Yasser and Hazifa. For what? Like the hell of it? Yeah. Sure. Shout them out. And 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 big an- big announcement. Big announcement. Oh yeah, switching gears. First episode. Coming. First episode dropping Tuesday morning. What is oh, that? And um, and uh, FTG. Uh, FTG talks. talks. What is this? What is this? I don't know when they're dropping, yeah, but I know when switching gears um, is top dropping, and it's dropping Tuesday morning. You know, on your commute to school yeah. to work. What is uh, FTG? Basically, shout out to Lee Ban. Excuse me, brother. I'm talking. Okay, but I was giving a shout out to Lee Ban. Sorry. No, uh, basically, uh, FTG Talks is basically a group of young kids, like Adonasa, you and those guys, uh, really 17 to 19 age range, and they're going to have their own podcast where they talk about, I guess, <laughs> issues that sort of they're facing or whatever. I mean, better than being rappers. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> or, or and, uh, <laughs> let's go back to the, the better podcast, obviously. Switching gears. What is that? Uh, it's <laughs> a podcast that I'm running with uh, random people every episode. And we're going to be talking about different topics other than the ones we talk about in Rex Reads. Less, seri- less serious topics. You know, sports, huh? pop culture, a joke so thing. Just, you know, if you want to just, if you just want to laugh in the morning, mm. if you want to laugh in the morning and hear about like our thoughts about what's going on in the world right now. I see, I see. So yeah. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. Um, and it's perfect timing. So see you guys next week. Don't Inshallah. know. Bye. Bye.